Welcome back to the East Coast Wings and Grill Tailgate Show. Getting you set for tonight's game. Welcome back inside the WIQO studios. That was the East Coast Wings and Grill Tailgate Show. It's time for some Friday night lights. Let's head over to Amherst to the field with Ed Lane and the coach Rick Kennedy. Gentlemen, JF looking to bounce back after a tough loss to Brookville last week. We are in for a good matchup tonight. We are indeed, Trey. Thank you for hosting the East Coast Wings and Grill Tailgate Show. As Amherst received the opening kickoff, JF won the toss, deferred their option to the second half, and probably sent a kick out of bounds at the 42-yard line because it was kicked beyond the 35. There's an illegal kicking penalty but it doesn't really get enforced for much of anything because that's deterred deters people from kicking deep and out of affordable from the lynchburg regional airport it's convenient too our daily departures offer easy connections on american airlines through charlotte to over 170 non-stop destinations so check the great round trip fares currently being offered to your vacation destination by visiting flylyh.com today and click book now Prices are subject to change without notice and certain restrictions apply. Advanced purchase is required and availability is limited. Low fares, less hassle. Check Lynchburg first. Buying a suppressor for your rifle or handgun has gotten a lot more convenient thanks to Big Boys Guns. As part of Big Boys Guns' commitment to convenient, responsible gun ownership, the entire application process can be done on site. That includes help with the new electronic submission, on-site electronic fingerprinting, and photos. You don't need to scour the area looking for a place to print a photo or head to jail for fingerprinting. Big Boys Guns takes most of the hassle out of the application process. Visit Big Boys Guns on Route 460 east of Roanoke for a convenient application process. There's You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier. Coming up for the Lancers in JF territory at about the 35. They need to get down to the Jefferson Forest 27-yard line. 10-10 to go in the first quarter. Opening drive of the game. Amherst on the move after starting at their own 42. With the coach Rick Kennedy, I'm Ed Lane. Amherst establishing control early on the ground with a couple of big runs and Positive yardage on all three totes. We'll see what Bob Christmas's offense draws up right here. With the coach Rick Kennedy, Ahmed Lane, five-man front play fake for Amherst, dropping back. Logan flips it over to the right side, caught at the 31 on the far side numbers, and brought down there. It's a good pass and catch as DeMonte Mosby, the backup running back, looked like was the one to pull that ball in. Correction was James Morris, the senior wide receiver, and it'll be third and about three for the Lancers. Yeah, great job right there on the play action right there, running that, uh, running back out there in the flats, a little little rail route, little flare route we call that. He flattened out right there. It was a good throw. He's actually a pretty solid defense. The linebacker had jumped that play, was right there, but the throw and catch were on the money, puts him in third down. Presumably you'd think it's four down territory for Amherst. Third down and three at the 31. They need to get to about the 27 and a half. Snap give on an end around left side. It's Thomas bouncing out from the 30, 25 first down, 20. He slipped and tripped up right around the 17-yard line and a nice open field tackle from Luke Hawkins, but it's another Lancer first down. They picked up a couple of those here so far in the early going. Three minutes and five seconds into this scoreless first quarter. Well, again, offensively right there, we call that play the buck sweep right there it's just a, a play that is kind of like a stretch right there and, and he can cut it up or he can take it to the outside and that time with the ability to have to pull the linemen to be leaders on that 
he had the outside wide open. That's a big play that the Cavaliers must stop as that buck sweep action runs. Split backfield for Amherst and a play fake now and a give to the H-back, breaking a tackle at the 15 and an ankle tackle, forcing a lunge down to the 14 as James Morris, the H-back wide receiver, gets about two for second and eight, four minutes into the opening quarter and the opening drive of the game. Yeah, that right there, bringing that wing back across right there. That's called the wing counter and this uh, wing T offense right there and the play action away the running backs, but then you hand it to the wing coming back in counter action. McPherson split wide to the right, pitch over to the left side. Thomas spins out of a tackle and then brought down around the 15. So it's still a loss of one. Flags come in. They're thrown in the backfield in the neighborhood of an offensive hole. The referee actually picks it up and throws it down to the 17, and Amherst is going backwards like that would be the call. We're waiting for our refereeing crew to emerge from some maroon jersey, white pants lancers, and that's what it is. So Amherst will go backwards here, and the first penalty of the game sets Amherst back for second and longer. Yeah, that was definitely a hold on the edge right there, and JF did a great job having their corner come up and actually make a great open field tack on that, and and that, and that's a famous Bob Christmas play right there. He loves running a quick pitch into the boundary. That is one of his favorite plays to run is quick pitch in the boundary. Second and about 21, ball on the left hash mark at the 28 after the penalty. Play fake, dropping back, rolling to the right. A man open in the flat, caught 22. 20-yard line, 15, 10, 5, and brought down around the three is Morris. A nice rollout pass play and a good connection there. Morris made one man miss and then sprinted down the right seam to set up first and goal for the Lancers at the five. Again, that a great little sprint out right there. We basically have it look like a boot action right there, play action sprint out right there on the, with the wing team. They had multiple receivers over there on that side, and he went ahead and hit the uh, tight end coming across right there in the middle of the route, wide open for a big first down. 7-19 and counting down in the opening quarter. Opening drive. Amherst first and goal. Give left side. Breaking a tackle at the five. Plowing to the goal line. And Jai Sean Manning is in for the Lancer touchdown. 6-0 Amherst. 7-09 to go first quarter. They strike first and draw maroon blood. Or they draw bright red blood from Jefferson Forest as the Cavaliers have Red and black in their uniform, and the Maroon Jersey Lancers are the first ones to find the impact church in zone. Yes, great job by the offensive line with a big push right there. Defense was not able to hold their ground, and they got pushed out right there on that goal line, and they were able to get that in. Low snap, bobbled, picking it up, trying to turn the corner from the five toward the goal line. No, unable to get in for the two-point conversion try on the run as a low snap forced Liam Rhodes to come in there and turn the corner, excuse me, Devontae Wade to try to turn the corner, and it'll stay 6-0 Amherst, 7-9 to go first quarter. We're back after this on the Virginia's Talk Station app at 100.9 FM. Coach Kennedy here, and I'm here to introduce you to the fastest growing church in Forest, Virginia, Impact Church. If you want to find out how to be on the winning team for eternity, Impact Church is a place for you. Here is more now from Pastor Brad. Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Brad from Impact Church in Forest, and I want to extend a special invitation to you and your family to join us each Sunday at 10 a.m. at our new location in the Jefferson Forest High School Auditorium. We are a church that stands on and preaches all of God's Word unashamedly. 
because we believe and know that God changes lives through his word. Impact has a heart for evangelism, a mission to make disciples who follow Christ, and we are active in our community. The spirit of the Lord is moving. God is doing an amazing work through Impact Church, and we would love for you and your family and friends to come be a part of it as we make an impact for Christ. We look forward to meeting you this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Jefferson Forest High School. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football on 100.9 WIUO. Brody Jackson fields a short kick, 25-30, up the near hash, 35, and tripped up past the 40 at the 41. So Amherst starts their opening drive at the 42. JF begins theirs at their own 41. They have work to do, 7.03 to go first quarter, trailing 6-0 at Amherst after the five-yard Jai Sean Manning touchdown run. Yeah, great field position right here for the Cavaliers, and they have to be able to keep up offensively with their ability to score right here. We know Amherst is going to put up some big numbers tonight. And so offensively, JF has to be steady. They have to move the sticks. They got to get first downs, and they have to put points on the board. Josiah Bell in that quarterback working out of the shotgun, a reconfigured offensive line due to some injuries. And the snap looked like it was partially deflected. Bell had to fall back on it at the 38-yard line, and it'll be a loss of three. We mentioned that there have been some moving parts here for this offensive line, most notably Tyrese Calloway sliding from left guard into center, and that creates an obvious chain effect as the normal center, Bright Witt, actually played through a hand injury last week, but turns out it was a broken hand. They may get him back next week, but certainly a challenge at the center spot. Second and 13 for JF at their own 38. Pitch over to the left side, 40 up to the 40. Two, a four-yard gain off the left hash mark and off left tackle from Alex Marsteller. It does set up third and long, though, for the Cavaliers. Yeah, well, went with just basically a quick pitch right there, get him out on the edge. They had the blockers. He had a little bit of a little bit of space right there, but it closed down pretty quick when the safety came up. And, and Amherst is in a solid base defense, which is a 4-4. They have their four interior linemen, and they play four linebackers that can move around, come up and down on the line of scrimmage. A little bit of a different look. Four linemen plus two more blitzers coming. JF looking screen to, ball, to Jackson. Breaks the tackle, 45. First down past the 50 and into Amherst territory. Give Josiah Bell a lot of credit hanging in there as Amherst slipped through on that rush. It looked like JF wanted the screen. They go with the bubble screen option to Brody Jackson. And he picks up the first down into Lancer territory at the 47. Yeah, great job by Brody Jackson. Last week was his first game. He had been injured early in the season. He was finally got back last week, and he came in right away, proven with his ability and his speed. He is the fastest Cavalier on the field, and he did a great job taking that middle screen right there and turning it up for a first down. Referees blow the whistles right now, and a flag comes flying in. This might be a delay of game, though it's a substitution infraction. It looked like JF couldn't quite get set, and therefore they go back five yards. So first first down for JF. They get a snap issue from Tyrese Calloway, who shifted from left guard to center. This time it's a substitution infraction. JF overcame it on the last set of downs, but you don't want to continue to be doing that. No, you, you cannot be making mistakes. Like I said, anytime you're playing a good football team, you cannot give them opportunities, and penalties are opportunities. This time, Bell, foot throw to the right side. Jackson slips by a man at the 50, 
down to the Lancer 45. Got that yardage back from the penalty and a couple extra yards. It'll set up what we'll call second down and nine for Jefferson Forest. But, yeah, you go back to that point on penalties. If you're going to get a first down presented by Nadine Blakely, realtor with REMAX First Olympic, you don't want to be going backwards to start with your set of downs. I tell you what, Brody Jackson definitely gives this offense a spark. Like I said, he's the fastest cavalier on the field right there. Coach Cruz is definitely looking for ways to get the ball in his hands. Two receivers left. Snap give. Marsteller. A hole opens up. He goes through it between left guard and center. And he goes down to about the 40-yard line. Not quite a first down. They'll still need three more yards in the next two set of downs. But it's now third and manageable. And if you're JF, this is what you need to be going for each drive. Yeah, so far offensively, I mean, other than the botch snap and the penalty right there, They've had positive yards on each play, and that's a good thing for the most part for JF to establish some offense right here against the 4-4 Amherst defense. And the Lancers showing some rushers as well in addition to that. Fell out of the gun, flip throw. It looked like he was rushing it to Alex Marsteller on a quick out pass, and he got it out before the rush could get to him, but it falls incomplete into the green field turf in front of the Amherst bench. Yeah, fourth and short right there, and they were – basically running another rail route to the flats out here. But I don't know. To me, I thought for a minute it might have got deflected at the line of scrimmage. That's why that throw wasn't anywhere close. Fourth and three coming up. Can the Amherst Lancers get a first down presented by – or the Jefferson Forest Cavaliers get a first down presented by Nadine Blakely Realtor with Remax First Olympic. Fourth and three, Lancers showing rushers. They do not have a safety back deep. Play clock at 17, so there's plenty of time to snap the ball. Snap, and it's a give. Marsteller left side. First down, turns the corner, 35, stops on the sideline, 30, and cuts back just inside that left sideline in front of the Cavalier bench before he's pushed out of bounds at the 24. So Alex Marsteller needed to get three. He gets 16, and it is a first down presented by Nadine Blakely, realtor with Remax for Jefferson Forest. Wow, great job of blocking right there. I mean, everybody was blocked, even the edge was sealed right there for him, and he basically took the handoff across the face of, of the quarterback, Josh Bell, and t- used his speed to get to the outside, and there was nobody there. Turned up the sideline, big fourth down game. Big gains from Jackson and Marsteller. This time it's again to Boone off left tackle. Fights for yardage down to the 20, and then some extra legwork gets him down maybe to the 19. We'll see where the referees say his progress is stopped. It looks like they'll say it's at the 20. Still a good first down run of five yards. Sets up second and five. Great job right there. Good push by the offensive line. They're really doing a good job against this 40 front right here of the of the Amherst uh, Lancers right now. And, and they're doing exactly what they need to do. Ball control, get first downs, get positive yards every play. Clock strikes under three minutes. And a flip throw to Brody Jackson on a slant route. Looked like a little bit of miscommunication on where that break was. Jackson broke around the 15 on the right hash mark, it looked like Bell wanted him to break maybe a little bit deeper on that route. And as such, it's thrown right behind Jackson and incomplete. Yeah, again, that was a big play last week against the Bees that broke open a, a big play for him to catch that and turn up field last week, trying to come back this week, work on that again. Nice slant route. The throw was not there. Might have been a little miscommunication right there. 
Clock pause, 2.56 to go first quarter. JF trying to answer with a 6-0 deficit at Amherst and a high snap falling on the ball. But back at the 27 is Josiah Bell, and it's a loss of seven, and that's crucial for Jefferson Forrest. It goes from third down and five. Now it's going to be fourth and long, and you just can't have these type of plays when you're trying to find ways to win some middle district games. Well, when you when you got your backup center in there, I mean – you know, probability is it's going to happen, and you got to limit how many times it's going to happen. It's already happened twice already, uh, and we're still in the first series offensively. Perfect snap this time. Bell looks up for a pass, floats it toward the goal line, and incomplete. Hammersmith wanted to make a one-arm reception. He could not pull it in at the goal line, and therefore Amherst will take over on downs at the 28 of their own. 2.18 to go first quarter. Well, missed opportunity right there. They basically had uh, two slots on each side, and they were running four verticals right there. And, and one of the verticals was open down the middle of the field uh, in front of the safety coming over. The throw would have been there. It would have been a score. It would have been a touchdown. Uh, the throw was a little bit off right there, and they missed another opportunity through the air on that fourth down throw. 2.18 left, first quarter. Amherst gets the ball back. First drive went 58 yards, and they capped it off with a five-yard touchdown run from Jai Sean Manning. Now a snap this time and a give, and a fake handoff, excuse me, turning the corner of the 35, and up to the 37 on the left side numbers in front of the Lancer bench is the quarterback, Trace Ligon, and it'll be a first down for Amherst. Great run right there, and again, that's a quarterback read right there. You know, I don't know if he's actually reading that, but he pulled it. He pulled it from the handoff and kept it off the edge himself, wide open on the edge. Big run over 10 yards for that first down. And, again, that's a threat when your quarterback can run. That's just another person that has to be accounted for in the backfield. Ligon made the 38, the line to gain for a first down, so Amherst has a fresh set of downs. This time in a give on the end around left side. Breaking a tackle at the 45. Ball pops out. JF picks it up. And they run into the Lancer bench and force a turnover after the end-around play was blown up. Eric West, the backup H-back, looked like he was the one who had it and popped out of his arms. And JF takes over after the turnover. Yeah, what a great job defensively to get a strip right there on that run. And that, that was a buck sweep. They were coming back, uh, you know, on the wing tee offense. That plays a buck sweep. And basically, you have linemen that are pulling. You have the, the uh, fullback who's leading. And, and the running back takes it and then just cuts it upfield when he hits the edge. And that's exactly what happened. But he got stripped of the football, and it bounced right into a Cavalier's hands. Great job defensively to get it back into their offensive hand. Cavalier drive starts at the Lancer, 48. Right hash mark, 143 to go first quarter after the Amherst fumble. Snap, it's a little off, but Bell pulls it in with his right hand and throws to the far side. Sliding grab in front of the Cavalier bench is Colt Childers. No, sliding grab in front of the JF bench is Luke Calkins, the backup wide receiver, who's been pressed into action a little more than normal, a gain of about seven. Yeah, it's a nice out route right there. Wide open. The corner was really bailing. It left that out route wide open, and luckily um, Josiah Bell was able to get out there and get the throw, and again, it was another actual poor snap by the center. Tyrese Calloway filling in from the left guard to center after Brighton Witt's injury. And this time it's a simple inside dive play just inside the 40. It'll bring up third and we'll call it two for Jefferson Forrest. Yeah, trying to run inside right there, trying to run inside the tackles defensively. Good job by the big front four of the 
Amherst Lancers right there stuffing that play before it could get any momentum going north and south. One receiver to each side, probably four down territory for JF. Lancers with four down linemen. Now they show two right up the middle. Give to Bell, tries to carry defenders inside the 40. He does. He gets close to the line to gain it. It'll depend on the spot. The initial view is that he may be about a half yard shy, but we wait for the official's confirmation. Well, I'll tell you what, the, the Lancers are bringing some heat right there. They're, they are blitzing uh, those two inside linebackers. They are bringing both of them. Um, and they're trying to bring some heat and really pressure the offense right here. Josiah Bell, great job being able to hold the ball, be able to push and break through a little bit of a tackle to get that first down. Great job. That was all on him. Cavaliers likely to have to snap the ball one more time. We're about a second apart. Play clock to game clock. Late first quarter. This time a snap pitch. Marsteller slips by a man at the 40-35. Breaks a tackle. Almost broke another one. Mm -hmm. But he's brought down at the 30-yard line. It's still a game of about nine, but an excellent open field tackle from Devontae Wade. The free safety prevented a bigger run. So we've reached the end of the first quarter. Amherst, six, JF, nothing, but the Cavaliers are driving. We'll see where it goes when the second quarter begins and the field is flipped. It's easy to forget we've got a lot to be thankful for. A gorgeous place to live, friendly people, and the freedom to be our best. Apple Auto Glass wants to remind you of how wonderful things still are and how fortunate we are. And of course, when you need to fix a crack in your windshield, side window, or mirror, you can trust Apple Auto Glass. When you call Apple Auto Glass, you'll speak with Harold or one of his associates, not some mystery man from an 800 number. So take time, give thanks, and when you need to fix your glass, call Apple Auto Glass, Allegheny Avenue in Lynchburg. Leaks on the offensive line in the defensive secondary or with special teams coverage create problems in football. Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating knows leaks at your home or business create problems too, like building and belonging damage and lost productivity. That's why you should call Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating at 525-3313 when a leak is threatening your home or business. Clyde Smith Plumbing and Heating at 525-3313, proudly supporting JF athletes, coaches, and all activity participants. 